Hi, I'm Josh. And I'm Katie. This is our podcast. And it's about manifesting all of our dreams. We call it something less cliche. Hello from Florida. We made it. Oh, so excited. Well, the trip started in cold and dark Arkdale, Wisconsin at negative 11 degrees and... Five o'clock in the morning? Five o'clock? Well, I think we were about 4.30 and then we were in the truck about five o'clock, but we got up about 4.30. Yep. Mm-hmm. We had a checklist. We made it through our checklist in the morning. Yep. We went through our morning checklist and headed out the driveway. I pulled everything mm-hmm. through the obstacles so we'd have an easy time and the road start or we started on the road with Katie in her car pulling the U-Haul and me and my truck pulling the boat. We were very comfortable in our own vehicles that way. It was a very nice way to go. And the roads were good. The roads were awesome. Actually. Yeah, we had no bad weather the whole way down. No ice or snow or mm-hmm. wind or rain. Or really any traffic because it was New Year's Day and everybody had stayed up the night before and there was basically no traffic. Yeah, we really didn't have a lot of traffic until I'd say... The second day of driving there, we had yeah. some traffic. Mm-hmm. It really was not bad all of the way down. Um, Tennessee had some, but I mean, like yeah, it just was around late the cities. The yeah. yeah. So we were driving, 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 and it proceeded to get colder as we drove down uh, Mid Illinois. Yeah, Mid Illinois, negative sixteen degrees, probably about four hundred miles into the trip, mm-hmm. and about that same time. We had to switch vehicles. Yes, because I'm not used to towing things, and the car is not used to towing things. And so that combination of two people slash things not used to towing things, it was it just wasn't working out too well. Yep, a couple novice uh, drivers, <laughs> I guess. And uh, so we switched, and um, I pulled the U-Haul, and Katie pulled my truck and boat. Yeah. Which... A couple hundred miles later proved to be slightly disastrous for the boat trailer. Oh, yes. Yes. She took a very easily wide turn too sharp and hit the guard at a gas station, but didn't clip it too bad. Just clipped the outside and mm-hmm. and nicked her up. I was able to pry it out and we were able to continue on the trip and uh, it's all still usable. It's just got a... A little bit it's of scarring. pretty. Yeah. I felt terrible. Like, I, it was so ridiculous. It was the easiest to get in gas station. Like, we had already navigated a couple gas stations and yes. just fine. Much and then, difficult. Yes. More difficult ones. And, and at this exit in particular, it was kind of busy at this exit. And we actually, I had to, like maneuver go down and like turn around and like everything and i handled all of that just fine super calm and everything and then made it across to this one that had nobody at it plenty of room took the stupid thing way too it was just ridiculous it was so embarrassing but also just like kind of upsetting at the time because it was just easily avoidable yeah, and Josh has been very nice about it now. But it wasn't the nicest at the moment. I well, I mean, it was understandable. Your boat just got banged Pretty up crabby for, at the like, gas station. Yeah, but, like, I got it. It was fine. And, like, even by the next, well, maybe two gas stops yeah, later. two gas stops later. <laughs> the first gas stop, I was still a little upset with Yeah. It. But and I got over it. I felt 
that I deserved the lectures. I mean, I was it was okay. I mean, you ever do something and you just know it's dumb and you just like kind of want somebody to kind of get yeah, like give you a little lecture. It was that was my feeling about the whole thing. So, I I I think I was properly like educated. And you know what? I drove the boat pretty good the rest of the way. Yeah, we made well, it all I mean, the way to Georgia that night and mm-hmm. spent the night in a a uh, fine establishment that allowed dogs at La Quinta. Yes. It was just fine. And uh, it was 11 run. degrees in yes. the middle of Georgia, so it was pretty cold and frigid for, for Georgia. But okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was... It was kind of cool. Yeah, it was, and we got in kind of late, and it was. We were hungry. Walked around Hugo. Hugo got to ride an elevator. <laughs> yeah, he didn't like that much. He, that uh, was really funny. <laughs> he didn't think that was too cool at all. <laughs> no, he like the door is shut, and that's pretty scary right there. And then the floor starts moving, and he's all looking down, and oh, oh my goodness, what yeah, is Yeah, you could feel the shifting yeah. of the elevator, and it was like pretty that. nervous. Yeah, and then there was a series of doors. It was, Hugo's pretty skittish, and so, like, yeah, the doors were pretty rough stuff. Yeah, and so we took the stairs down. When I took him down to go out the bathroom, this was funny, we took the stairs down instead, and he still didn't want to go through that door, and I was like, man, it's either this door or we go back on the elevator, and he went down the stairs then in the end, but... Yeah, um, yeah, but it did freeze yeah, in Georgia. Yeah, it did Georgia. freeze in Georgia. Uh, and so, damaged a few house plants. Yeah, and so um, there was. I only brought down two house plants. Oh no, no, three. I brought down three house plants. Uh, Christmas cactus. That's, uh, bamboo. Mm-hmm. And then another. It's an African violet, I think. And the African violet's totally fine. Um, and then the Christmas cactus. Is hopefully fine. I think it. I think it's going to be okay. I think it's going to be fine. I got a few frost damaged leaves and limbs, but the mm. plant in its entirety is going to survive. And that was the bigger one and the more important one. That one has a lot of sentimental value because it was my grandma's, and then it was my aunt's, and it was passed on to me. I've had it for a few years. Well, since we got married, actually, we got it when we um, for my bridal shower. Yes, the plant's older than dirt. <laughs> Isn't that nice? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Grandma. That was mean. <laughs> well, it's. I remember how long we were married. Oh, I got you. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I guess. Well, the plant's way older than how long we've been married. <laughs> There's a bamboo that shoot that, like. I just didn't even know what to do with it, and so then that's kind of why it got brought down, and that that's I could, like it got very um what is it like, frost damaged frost damaged yeah, and so I cut off like the whole top, and now yeah, you know, <laughs> Josh thinks we should just plant it outside. Bamboo grows bamboo down grows here, down now. here. That's what he said. He's like well, bamboo grows down here. We'll just put it outside. <laughs> so. Yeah, but, um, yeah, so that was in Georgia, and so it was pretty cool the next morning when we yep. got up, and Day we got up two. early. Yep, we got up early. We wanted to get through Atlanta before rush hour, because we knew it was the first um, day back to work for everyone, and we did. We made it right through Atlanta with no trouble, mm-hmm. and it was pretty uneventful until Florida, when we got on the Florida Turnpike, we seen a large accident a truck actually flipped over in the median and was severely smashed up uh, we had a little bit of a backup in traffic i'd say about a 10 minute delay so not too bad but 
hopefully everyone's okay, but it looked uh, it mm-hmm. looked pretty severe. Yeah, it did not look good. By the time we got to the front, the ambulances were already gone, so we, there was no... But they, like, cut open the truck, or the truck got... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, there was parts of it that were gone, yeah. And then the crazy... Josh said he saw it. He, like, actually saw it. So we were at this... Waste that, what are they called? Well, it was, uh, in Florida, they kind of have like these gas station travel centers in the median. Turnpike, and we were at yeah. a turnpike travel center in the median area. Which and they was can- so busy. Oh, it was so busy. Oh, there seemed like a thousand people yeah. there. There's like a whole swim team from Alabama there. There must have been about 80 swimmers on the swim team. Yeah. I navigated the truck and boat really good through all of that. That was, yeah, it was great yeah, by that point yeah, in time. Yeah, by that time, she's an expert. Yeah, I was pretty proud 20 of that. 20 hours behind the wheel and... Yeah. I was, I, it was, it was packed and I got through. I was, I was pretty proud. So, but then we ate and then, but inside the thing, they have like a camera. TV screen that watches the mm-hmm. highway. And I was looking at it and I, I seen the accident happen on the TV screen. The guy hit the media and then rolled the truck upside down at a high speed and just kind of slid. And I thought it was just kind of warning people to slow down and stuff, but it was actually a live feed cam and, and I've kind of seen it all happen and. And then the traffic was backed up because of it. Yeah. So it was, I was, we were lucky that we did stop and that we actually had, I guess it was a blessing that there was as many people there as that, that there were, because otherwise we probably would have been back on the road and maybe close to the accident. Yeah. Maybe closer to the accident. Yeah. So that was, and now at that point we were only like two hours away from Okeechobee, which was our final destination for driving that day. That day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We had to spend the night in Okeechobee that night so we could close on the house the following day. And we got into Okeechobee and and we had a little bit of trouble finding the hotel. The GPS (laughs) kept taking us to a pawn shop in town Mm -hmm. and, uh, that was not the right location. Eventually, we found the hotel. and it was After a- we called them, we were like, what are you buy?" And then they she told us what they were buying. And we're like, okay. We, we knew where that was, and so we just drove down there. I'm not sure how the addresses still work out. Yeah, because they are very far apart. Yeah. And uh, the Costa series was going on at the mm-hmm. time, and there was probably 45 boats in the in the Flamingo Hotel parking lot. And that was, uh, that was quite a lot to see, so that was yeah. pretty cool. I was pumped. I was, I mean, because they, they just, I just look at it and I'm like, oh, those are all future potential OKI customers. And yeah, and, I, and so it was, it was, we're definitely in the right spot. I mean, we knew we were coming down to a big major bass fishing lake, but it, it was fun to see all the boats at the same time. And, um, yeah, and there yeah. was a nice area in the back. Hugo finally got to run around. There was, like, a back area that we could let him off the leash and run around because no one was around, and he very much enjoyed that. Yeah, he finally got out of the car and got stretched out a little bit. And The dude was actually, like, really good on the whole drive down. Hugo yep. was a champion. Yep, he was. He, he took it very nicely. He only started getting – I was with him basically most of the time because he was in the car – and he only got restless probably the last two hours where he really started getting restless and really sick of being in the car. And I mean, everybody <laughs> I was, was at that point. I mean, it's 20 something hours of driving and yes. it's a long drive. Absolutely. And the other nice thing about the whole just <clears throat> overall reflections of the drive of while it was cold, which it didn't really affect us necessarily except for getting gas. But like we just were watching it on the, on the car thermometers because it was interesting to see it go down as we went south and um but besides that we really had awesome driving weather we did not have 
Um, there was like ice storms and really bad snowstorms like the following days after that. And we didn't have any of that. We had no precipitation all the way down except for some very light sprinkling as we were coming into Okeechobee. Um, and that was it. And that was amazing. Um, yeah, so it's great weather for a, a wintertime cross-country trip. <laughs> it, it worked out real nice in that in that sense, for I, sure. I had been told several different horror stories of the driving or moving cross country in the winter time by different family members and I guess my great aunt had like a really terrible time one time my grandma told me all about it so um, Jeez, I can just think of horror stories driving like to work and back and stuff in Wisconsin oh, yeah. I mean, you can think of count, countless you know bad weather driving stories yeah for sure you so know. yeah we're definitely wintertime driving sucks wintertime driving sucks that's true and so that was that was definitely a big blessing so, and then we got to have a pretty good, I mean, it was a decent night's sleep. And yeah, good night's sleep. sleep. We were kind of anxious to yes. like, finally get settled and everything. So, but it was a decent night's sleep. and Long. We had, you know, we had, we got in, I don't know, five, four or five o'clock. Four? Yeah. It was, it was kind of uh, It was about 5.30. Yeah. And then we got some dinner and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then we were able to just kind of get a little bit yeah. of relaxing time and. And then um, I was kind of anxious that night. Oh yeah, I was, I was yeah. anxious that night too, and yeah. I was anxious on the whole way down. You know, there's a lot of uh, anxiety involved and in, in stuff like mm -hmm. that. You know, crossing the country and then starting a whole new life. There's just a lot of anxious moments, and yeah. I mean, there still are and still will be to come. But that's part of the adventure and yeah, and sure. part of the the fun of taking something like the sun. You know, and we just mm -hmm. gotta um, stick on stick on the path and keep with our goals and keep open with each other and i think we'll make all our all the things we want to happen happen yeah for sure for sure no we did some things to try and keep our mind <clears throat> off of like we weren't just driving down thinking of the our future and everything during the whole drive down we we did some things to distract ourselves yeah i was listening to stephen king's it and that's a 40 something hour long story and i made it through 23 hours of it <laughs> and i made it through some more just on our um drives afterwards after we got settled even so how is how is it what is your review so far it's really good it is really good. Yeah. <laughs> and this was the best part of driving separately. I did not have to listen to it. And that was okay with that. So I listened to some different books as well. Uh, but she did get to listen to some of it. I have listened to some of it. That's true. I've also, I also played on my phone while you listened to some of it as well when we're driving around. Because <laughs> <laughs> I could take it or leave it. Um, it's a lot of story. It, yeah. It's really easy to like talk about. I could take it or leave it. Like leave it, it. Well, mm. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of, <laughs> a funny title. <laughs> so what did I listen to? So I, many plays. I listened to Braving the Wilderness, a quest for... That's a story about a young girl hunting wolves. That's not what that's about. I That's actually closer to what I thought it was about. Okay, so it's by Brene Brown. It's got really high reviews. I had heard really good things about it. It was a completely different book than I thought what it was about. Like, I never read the description of the book for some reason. Um, I just assumed that I knew what it was about. This was really weird for, I don't know. Was it about, like, a girl going on a boat with a boy, and then the boat hits an iceberg, and then the... No, iceberg, braving no. the wilderness. No, oh, I didn't know. No. I thought it was about like this big European hike thing, and it was like a memoir type thing. It's not about that. It's about like the lawning and like not a lot, and like it's really good, but it's like 
it's like um she does research or well she's a PhD and she's doing research and like and it's got like that. So that was what the kind first kind of research. Like like social science <laughs> research. <laughs> I didn't know if it's like mad science type experiments or sci-fi. What kind of book is this? Is I, are we doing book reviews now? Like, I guess. I mean, I guess. I didn't no, ask I just asked you questions about books it. you read. <laughs> I wouldn't say they're really views. I just. It was days ago when I was driving, and I don't know. You don't know what answers. kind of research. Okay, okay. <laughs> but anyway, it was different. I thought it was going to be like more like a story, and it, there was stories in it, but it was like stories and then research, and it was. It was good, but it was, like, probably a book I would read, like, in person more, like, not, like, one that I would necessarily listen to first thing, like, 5 o'clock in the morning, you're driving somewhere. It's not really, it, like, in that scenario, start with a different book, then move to Braving the Wilderness. Um, but my next book was another self-development book and it was really good. It was White Hot Truth by Daniel Laporte and it was hilarious. This is like, if you like self-development books or self-help books and you read a lot of them or like, and you're constantly like trying to do a juice cleanse or and drink through the kombucha and like read Dora. I mean like all the kind of like yogi, like fun stuff to like do and experiment with and like all of this stuff. And then you just start to feel overwhelmed with it. This is the book to read. This is like the self-development book to read when you're sick of all the other self-development books. It's really good. It, I, I really, really like that one. And then I started The Rules of Magic, which is like a fiction, fiction book. And that one is really good. I like it so far. Oh, I'm yeah. only part of the way through that the one. The Rules of Magic, huh? Yeah. Huh. The rules of How magic. How many are there? Are There's there one. There's one rule of magic, and I will say it because it's like in, early in the book, they, you are not supposed to fall in love. They, because the this family of witches and wizards, I think as well, but this family of witches has been like cursed, and they cannot fall in love. And if they do fall in love, something bad happens to the person who they fell in love with, and like consequently them because but they're they like But they can sad. use their magic to kill and stuff? Um, I don't, there's no killing in it. It's not, it's not Stephen King. It's uh, Alice Hoffman wrote well, geez, there it. should I don't be more rules to magic than just But people do love. die in it, but it's like. Think of all the bad stuff you could do with your magic. Why would you want to do all the bad stuff with your magic? Well, you read Harry Potter. There's uh, bad yeah. wizards. I'm actually rereading Harry Potter right now. I've seen an illustrated Harry Potter in Walmart today. I don't. Yeah. Holy crap, huh? Maybe then you Maybe would that read one's Harry appropriate Potter. for you. No. <laughs> no, I um let's see here. I'm on the fifth Harry Potter book again right now. I do this. I reread Harry Potter like often. Like once a year. Mm, maybe once every year and a half. <laughs> I tend to read it when I'm like stressed out about something or like or just like going through a transition like right now, for example. It's very comforting to me. Hmm. Plus, did a you coming know coming of age tale? Yeah, no, it's just like, yeah, and I grew up with Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter. Anybody who doesn't like Harry like Potter. mac and cheese. No, it's comforting, like chocolate, because in Harry Potter, chocolate is medicine. That's why I made you buy me some chocolate today, actually, oh. because I was reading it in Harry Potter, and it was like, they they literally, in Harry Potter, chocolate is medicine, and it's like one of the best parts, that chocolate is medicine. It's one of my favorite parts in Harry Potter, the chocolate of medicine, mm. so. But not that I need any medicine, but it just made me think, oh, I would like some chocolate. So it sounds like a lot of those books were good listens and made the trip go a little bit faster. Yeah. 
absolutely. Ben and music every now and then. It was it was not a bad it was not a bad drive. No, not a bad drive at all. Mm. Yeah. And then it brought us to the next day. The next day. And for next time we'll talk about that. Have a good night. Bye. I got a friend, what's his name? Peter Pan. Peter Pan. He's so brave he cut off Captain Hook's hand. Give the pirates his boarding chance He only uses half a lance The brave and wonderful boy Peter Pan Oh yeah, and did I mention he can fly? Just one happy thought and he soars through the sky But don't forget the pixie dust Tinkerbell gives all she must So come to Neverland with Peter Pan Neverland with Peter, come to Neverland, come to Neverland with Peter Pan.